Sorry, the audio for this podcast episode today could be better, but the content is really, really good. And it's really emotional. That's why I only recorded it once. And please stay with me. It will be a really, really good episode. Thanks for listening. Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske, designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science, and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. Today, I'm speaking about running on two legs, my call to action for statisticians to step up in this pandemic. <music> another kind of bonus episode because there's so much discussions about statisticians and leadership going on at the moment and I want you to be aware about what I think about it because I get asked about it on, on social media and I think it's really really an important point to have fun listening to this episode I'm also giving a little bit of tough love But I'm so, so passionate about us as a function stepping up. And I'm so passionate about us providing the value and helping society, helping the organizations that we serve, helping the populations that we serve, helping the patients. I'm really, really passionate about this. So stay tuned for a lot of passion in this episode. This podcast is produced in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. And this episode is really about exactly that. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars, and much, much more. And there's also a lot of leadership training at PSI. Just select that as well. Visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. And last week I was talking a little bit about my reflections on COVID-19 and what it means for statisticians. And I also on social media, on LinkedIn, I talked about why I think leaders, statisticians need to step up. Leader statisticians need to more lead here and not just kind of reflect on the data and uh, stick with the data all the time in terms of um, analyzing and analyzing and analyzing the data and not being out there to actually help people understand the data. So I got challenged in terms of what should we as statisticians actually do to improve the situation. So I think there's two things we need to do. So one thing is a short-term thing, and the other one is a long-term thing. Because what we are missing here is we don't have a voice. We are not seen in public. We don't have a profile. People don't even know that our function exists. And I'm speaking here about politicians. I'm speaking about the media. 
And I think a lot of our colleagues on the medical side think of us just as table monkeys. Yeah, so maybe that's hard to hear and, and really difficult to digest, but I think that is very, very often our branding, and that's a problem. So if we are just seen as the people that provide the numbers and we are not seen as strategic partners, then nobody will pull us in. Nobody will ask us for help on that. So that's one of the reasons, I think, why you see so many physicians out there from all kind of different specialties. And lots of politicians, for sure, will they make their decisions, but also all kind of other people. And, but we don't see enough statisticians out there and epidemiologists. And today I'm thinking about statisticians just a little bit more broader, just, you know, think about us quantitative data people, yeah? To not speak about data scientists because that men, well, many people get, get wrong. But, but I think the short term, what we need to have is, I think we need to have a task force. A task force of people that are dedicated to working on this topic, helping to bust the moose about the data out there, to help understand the data, help to understand the limitations, the strengths of the data that we have. These people need to be not just speaking about the data. They need to have an opinion about the data. They need to interpret the data. They need to frame the data so that people can understand these data. Because if you just give a data point, it has no meaning and someone else will frame it. So Just as an example, we have, let's say, 5,000 new cases in Germany. That's a data point. But what does that mean? Yeah, Is it an improvement? Is the situation stabilizing? Is it you know, um, something that we are really, really worsening? Do the social distancing has an effect already? Or can we only see that later? All these kind of different things. What does that mean? How does it compare to other countries? Given that there may be different testing, that there's maybe, you know, very, very different uh, test rates. That's the other point. So there is 150 more deaths today in Germany. What does that mean? Is that high? Is that low? Is that kind of expected from the usual flu? How does it separate from the usual flu? How does that put these things in perspective? That, I think, is really, really important. The other point is, in our communications, we need to tap into the emotions of the people. We need to get them where they are. So, for example, yesterday I saw in the news something about elderly people that live in supported care, they live together with others, and someone called that a COVID-19 trap. That is tapping into these emotions. This word trap implies that, that it's a really, really bad situation, that people can't get out of it, and, and they, are, they will like them die in these traps. And that is tapping into the emotions. And we as statisticians also need to tap into the emotions because data don't speak for themselves. 
data need to be connected with a frame, connected with emotions to convince people to do something. Leadership and communication means that you have a goal that you want to achieve with these kind of communications. It's not just providing the data. Why do we want to provide the data? We want to provide the data so that better decisions are made for the benefit of the patients and for the benefit of the populations that we care about. So it's not just enough to just speak about the numbers. We need to put these things in, in perspective. The other thing is we need to collaborate here with people that are non-scientists, like journalists. And we need to also tap into their ethos, their professional ethos that they want to com communicate the data in the right way. They don't want to overinterpret it. They don't want to misinterpret it. And I think we need to tap into that professional ethos that they want to do it right. Because we need to explain to them they have a duty to serve the public. They don't just have the duty to tell a good, good story. That's also important. But it's also important that we educate the public, we educate the, the scientists, we educate the politicians to make the right decisions. So I think that's another thing. So that's a little bit about my short-term solution, the task force. Now to the long-term solutions. We need to both raise the floor and raise the bar. That was a term that I heard when the uh, leadership initiative at my former company at Lilly was introduced. And what it means is we need to help all the statisticians to step up to improve their leadership skills, that is raising the floor, and we need to celebrate those people that are at the top in terms of their leadership skills. Like we celebrate great, great statisticians from a methodological point of view, we need to also celebrate those that are leaders of our function. That are, and I'm not just speaking about administrative leaders. I'm speaking about the what are, we call in our leadership program the emergent leaders. Yeah? So those that don't necessarily have a title. Those that drive our function forward. Those that help make decisions that, you know, stand out, that are widely seen and recognized, not just for their uh, technical skills and technical capabilities, but for their communication skills, for their, how they drive things forward, how they are able to influence other people. That, I think, is really, really important. So leadership means building relationship. Because only through relationships you can influence people. Relationships are driven by trust and by having, and trust is driven by character, competence, care, and we need to invest in these, both for our societies, but also on the individual level. So if we think about our statistical societies, at the strategy day of the PSI last year, we were talking about how PSI needs to establish relationship with other associations. And I'm not thinking here about 
only other statistical association. I'm thinking about establishing influence with the medical societies, for example, so that whenever they have a problem, we are called in to help them with the data. Imagine all these virology experts would always have a statisticians next to them and epidemiologists next to them that helps them to communicate the data and not just about what that means, what the, you know, uh, why it helps with wearing masks or not wearing masks or what the updates is on vaccines and treatments. So I think that would be really, really important. In terms of raising the floor, the other thing is we need to have much more leadership training, honing our leadership skills throughout our careers. We need to have it part of the curriculum at university. I think people need to be able to explain the numbers, explain the numbers to non-statisticians. That is so vital. Or statistical concepts to other non-statisticians. One of my favorite questions in interviews is, imagine I'm a physician, explain to me what a p-value is. If people can't do that, they have failed the interview. It's that simple. If you can't explain statistical concepts to non-statisticians, sorry, you can be the brightest statisticians, you can be the most technically skilled statistician, but it's useless. I think of statisticians, they need to run on two legs. One leg is the technical skills and the other leg are the leadership skills. And if you only train one leg and the other leg is made out of wood, you'll not be very, very fast. You need to run on two legs. You need to run on the leadership leg and on the technical leg. And so you need to balance the training on those. It doesn't make sense if 99% of your training is just focused on this one technical leg. You also need to train the leadership leg. And I think this underdeveloped leg will benefit so much more. Imagine instead of having a wooden leg, you have a normal leg there. Not, you know, a super athlete leg like the, your technical one, but a normal one. You would be so much faster. Think about that. Think about your training and how that balances these two different things. That is for you to also individuals really think about. It's for our organizations to think about say, so that they put these into the curriculum of the statisticians, that they put it into the uh, training plans at the, our organizations, being at university settings or being at um, companies, whatsoever. Where statisticians are, they need to be trained on both things. And administrative leaders in our function need to make that a priority. And you, as a statistician, frontline worker, so to say, as a statistician, you need to also think about your own skills and think about it and hone in on it. There's so many different things that you can do there. You can 
attend training courses, you can read books, you can listen to podcasts, you can have a mentor, have a coach, speak regularly with your supervisor about it and practice it and observe it, what is happening around you. If you know what leadership is, if you know the, the words that to describe good leadership, you will see it all around you. You will see it in the news, in the media, at your teams. You will be able to distinguish between good and bad leadership behavior. And so that will help you to reflect on it. And then, of course, the most important thing, practice it. Act on it. Try to improve your communication skills intentionally. Try to build your relationships intentionally. Try to build trust intentionally. Try to increase your overall business understanding intentionally. Invest in it. And that will, for us all, help to raise the floor so that we overall, as a function, have much, much more leadership skills. It's also good if these are reflected in your goals, if these are reflected in how we value people across the different organizations. So not just hone in on, ah, I want to apply this method and I want to be uh, have all these multiplicity tests correct in the SAP, but also write goals of my study team widely understands see all these technical things. I'm seen as a strategic partner in my leader uh, in my teams. Have these kind of goals in your in your yearly objectives. So we all need to step up. Last word about raising the bar so that we actually see what good leadership is. I think we can do that both on a society level as well as on a company level. So if you think about professional societies, I think we have lots of awards for really, really good technical people. We also should have awards for really, really strong leaders so that people understand what good leadership is. You can have that in your companies. You probably celebrate great achievements from a statistical point of view but also celebrate not just the submission of a great paper to a pharma or a stats journal. Also celebrate leaders, people that achieved something in terms of, say, help to stop a study that was useless and that didn't help to move the portfolio forward. Celebrate people that were able to influence overall the organization in order to have better designs in place, have better education for non-statisticians in terms of what they need to know about statisticians, uh, statistics in place. Celebrate the leaders. And I'm not speaking just about the VPs here. I'm speaking about those people that influence without having a title. These are the people that we need to celebrate. I very, very strongly believe that we need to put these people and give them recognition because that will change 
our view as a function on leadership for decades, maybe even for centuries. We have measured people in terms of their technical skills and only the technical skills. We give credit, we promote on these kind of different things. We also need to promote on the leadership skills. And I think that is so, so, so important. So run on two legs, not just on one leg. And that is true for you as an individual, as well as for us as a function. This show was created in association with PSI. Thanks to Rain, who helps with the show in the background, and thank you for listening. Please visit theeffectivestatistician.com to find the show notes and learn more about our podcast to boost your career as a statistician and to become a much, much better leader in our function. If you enjoyed the podcast today, even though it was not the best kind of audio quality, tell your colleagues about that. Um, and tell about <laughs> the podcast. Not so bad quality because that is something that I want to excuse for this podcast. I took obviously the wrong microphone here in the setting. So the quality is not as good as usual. Sorry for that. But it's really urgent and therefore I'm just bringing that out. Like always, reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician. <music>